My name is Jay Rothman, and welcome to Real Men, Real Talk Live. Uh, welcome back to the show. I am the host of Real Men Real Talk Live. My name again is Jay Rothman, and uh, welcome to another Friday night episode. We have in the studio Mr. Charles Maddox coming in from Tampa, Florida. Welcome hey. to the show, Charles. Good to see you this evening. Yeah, you too, brothers. We've got Evis Love Heath, the man of the land from down under, coming in from a spot they call Australia, across the pond. And of course, we have Jeff Fasano coming in from Nashville, Tennessee. We have Josh Richer out this evening, unfortunately. He is under the weather. Um, we will miss you, Josh, this evening. Um, you're here with us in spirit, and we will continue to hold that one spot for you. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. Good to see you. Another Friday is upon us. Another Friday. It was just like we were here yesterday, Jay Roth, the man saying, are we enough? Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, was, that, was, uh, that was last week's topic. Uh, this week, we're going to jump into a topic that uh, we've all have experienced at one time in our life. It's uh, all about loneliness. It's all about, are we lonely? Are we feeling lonely? And, you know, it's an interesting time that we uh, – as a world, are all have been forced to embrace, including social distancing, isolation, um, and how that has impacted us. Quarantine, it's all impacted us physically, but what has it done to us emotionally, mentally? And, uh, and, and if we, even if for those that may have a really strong foundation, I, I, I suppose it's still impacting those people as well. But I wanted to take the moment just to, uh, to bring the show in on this topic of uh, are we lonely and what does that really feel like to be lonely? And so what we're going to do is we're gonna, I'm going to open it right up and uh, invite Mr. Evis Love um, to, to kick us off and uh, get, us, get us warmed up. Before you go there, though, Ev, I would like to – Thank those viewers and listeners that are with us live. If you should hear something that you like or love, gently push your like or love button on your screen. And this is an interactive show. So if you have any questions or comments, please, please, please uh, share it with us. Uh, and we will do our best to acknowledge and um, answer any questions that should come forward. Uh, but bringing it back to you, Ev, uh, what does this whole thing about loneliness feel like for you? I know today you're, I believe you're a single guy. Um, what does it feel like? How do you get through it? And uh, go from there. All right, my brother. Let's dive in, my brothers and sisters on the other side of the pond here in the land down under, as always, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
And man, been another big week down here in the land down under. And um, as you mentioned, Jay Roth, the man, it's been a big year. We open up each show. We're talking about this big year of what we've been experiencing. You know, this whole idea of quarantine, this whole idea of social distancing, this whole idea of social separation. You stay away from them. If you stay away, you're going to be protecting them. I mean, this is so, so far away from we as human beings. It is in nature to be connected in the company of others. But now we've actually been forced to come back to self and maybe we uh, have fallen into, you know, sort of feelings of loneliness because we just don't have that company. We just don't have that warmth. We just don't have the nurturing. We just don't have that care. So during this isolation for me, um, a lot of you guys out there know my story, and um, I would probably say that I went through a lot of this year, maybe three, four years ago. I started to uh, really feel a change, a big, uh, you would say, disruption in my life when I went through a separation of myself. And uh, in that separation where I was with my partner for a good five years, it was a big shock to me. It was, a, it was uh, not seen coming. And um, I would say to myself that in past relationships that I could have easily went into a feeling of loneliness sense of not feeling that company, that warmth that I was used to. And, um, you know, it, it was easy way of seeing myself, you know, go into those deeper, darker feelings. But what I did this time around, Jay, I went into what you would call more solitude. And I opened up in a video this morning, I was talking a little bit about solitude, but really starting to understand, understand and understand some of these words we're still using here. Because that word loneliness, it's a deep, deep wounding word. Now, we've got to go deep within to understand some of these feelings and emotions to really understand why we may be going through some of this time that we are. We're really being encouraged to come back to ourself and through some of these potential challenges, through some of these uh, opportunities to open up to some of this awareness, we're being invited to really see that we're never alone. We're never alone. When we look at some of these words, look at that word for a second, alone. What I see is all one. So I'm going to ask you, my brothers and sisters, I'm going to dive in deep tonight. Are you feeling all one when you're alone? Or are you feeling lonely? So, mm. yeah, man, let's dive in deep tonight, my brothers. Wow. Charles, what do, you, what, do you make, what do you make of that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's actually I was sitting here today and uh, I was actually watching a, 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 a TV series. And I'm, I'm the type of person, you know, I sit, I, I'm literally on the computer, um, I'll lay on my bed, um, be online, doing some stuff online. But mm -hmm. I was I was at a serious piece today, a serious piece today, just sitting on there, man, relaxing, watching this series, not stressed about work, not stressed about 
business, not stressed about kids. And I, I found my solace. And I know a couple of weeks ago, there was a day, man, where I was just, it, ooh, it was four o'clock in the afternoon and I was, I, was, I was lonely and alone and didn't know what to do with myself. And, um, you know, I, I think we, 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 it, it, we have, you know, spurts of this where it comes and goes, but I think that um, maybe where I'm at now uh, is, is a good space. You know, we, we, even thinking about this, we, we do this show every Friday night and think of where we should be or could be, you know, if this, if, if this COVID wasn't here right now, right? I mean, it definitely wouldn't be one to sit around at nine o'clock on a Friday night somewhere in, in the house, right? We'd, we'd be at a restaurant, we'd be somewhere listening to some jazz. So things have, have really changed. And I think that once again, really having that inner peace with yourself um, can, can get away some of that loneliness and not put us in a place where we feel that we we have to have someone around us at all times, and and I've been guilty of that. I've had people tell me I was a a, a collector of people, and um, you know I, I always like people around me. But but I also I also look at what I have in front of me. You know I have a couple of great people that I know that that you know care about me and 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 are here for me if I need them, and I could always reach out by phone or 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 see them face to face. Um, you know, I, I just got back from seeing my mother yesterday. And when you talk about someone who's alone, she has someone who visits her for about four hours a day. Other than that, she's literally laying in the bed, you know, because of her rear disease all day and night. Mm -hmm. And, you know, about, you know, 11 o'clock at night, she's just talking away and I'm just, you know, half listening, you know, but she's just talking away because you know she she needed somebody to just to talk to, mm -hmm. and um, you wonder how she deals with with being alone or loneliness, and and if they can deal with it, I think that you know once again if we're if we're okay inside of ourselves, we can deal with that a little bit uh, a little bit uh, ourselves. So. Mm -hmm. Charles, let me ask you. Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, where you actually had you had put it out in the show. That you had just you were aware that you felt lonely, but today it was a different experience for you. What do you think was the shift for you today? What did you do differently today than you did three weeks ago that had you kind of in it? You know, well, obviously, you know, I was dealing with a bunch of a bunch of stuff that was going on a couple of months, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and uh, I think that was once again questioning myself questioning my motives questioning you know um what what someone else might have thought about me you know had me you know in a space where you know it it, it had me really just you know my mind was all over the place i think right now i'm more settled feeling fantastic a lot of great things going on blessed to be alive blessed to have other ones that i love you know healthy and kicking and you know, we could be dealing with a whole lot worse. Um, so I'm just blessed. I'm in a great situation and, and feeling good about myself. Beautiful. 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 Man. Yeah. What, what, I'm, what I'm hearing is that some of it is about mindset. Yeah. And you just, you just use that word, you know, you're, you're grateful. And gratitude is a powerful tool 
for when, we're, when we have those low moments and when we're able to shift our focus from what we feel we may in that moment feel like lack to really just hone in. You don't need to have a lot of big things, just a few things yeah. that, you can, that we can think about that we can be grateful for and it can shift mm-hmm. our relationship to the emotions or feelings of loneliness. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing that, Charles. This is why this show works, because we show up real vulnerable. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sometimes we disclose things that we're not accustomed to having done in the past, especially if we were private as men. Uh, but, you know, my experience is, is that when we show up real, well, we get to heal. And so with that, Mr. Jeff Fasano, welcome to the show. Um, what's your take and spin on this? Is these feelings of loneliness? Well, I know as I hear about four or five songs popping into my head uh, <laughs> about this subject, Evis did his, his amazing uh, Elvis impersonation on his afternoon video, morning video for him today, um, where Elvis said, I'm so lonely I could die. Um, and actually for him, that was the truth. Uh, but um, I mean, it, there are so many ways we can go with this because I do remember many times, um, and e- even recently, how I just felt this emptiness if, you, if I wanted to call it loneliness, but an emptiness inside of me where I was, dare I use the word, craving to connect outside of myself. Yearning is a better word. I think what, what happens to when we start to feel lonely, and the key here is to know that it's a feeling. I'm feeling lonely. So it's a feeling. Nevis asked me on Tuesday at our production meeting, so how, what do you do with that? And it's about working, it's about allowing your feelings. I'm feeling lonely right now. What am I feeling right now? I'm feeling lonely right now. And then to go through it and even beneath the feeling of lonely and what's under that. For me, it was, there was an emptiness inside of me, an emptiness that was vast inside of me that I couldn't comprehend or even put a, put a finger on. There was just something that was empty in me. I never looked outside of myself to fill it up because I knew I had to be, be with it. But Evis just said something that was really important. I started to look at me. I started to look at underneath that. What was the emptiness? What was, what was I thinking that wasn't in my life? What am I yearning for in my life? Underneath the emptiness was looking at what I thought isn't in my life and focusing on what isn't in my life or what I thought was isn't in my life. Sure, we all uh, would like, I'm single, I'd like a partner, we'd all like this, we'd all like, you know, during this time to be back together with our group of friends and like like Charles just said, going out for dinner on a Friday night, 
go to see some music, which is a big part of my life. But the shift for me is that I just started to look at me more deeply. I started to look at me more deeply and then started to look at what, what and who is in my life and then go through places of um, gratitude, really just moving within and seeing my accomplishments in my life, what I am doing in my life. It's really about looking at, beginning to look at, if I'm feeling lonely, what is beneath that loneliness? And am I looking at what isn't in my life, what I'm yearning for that isn't, which perpetuates the yearning after outside of yourself? The thing is about to, is a movement within to look at what is in my life, what I have in my life. And, and Evis just said it, get a greater sense of self, get a greater sense of who, who I am and what is important for me in life. I think what's, what's really transpiring now during this physical distancing, and what I have done at this time is really find out what really and truly is important in my life that I want to create that is already there and assume where we are full, where there is a fullness in my life. And, and when you're alone and, and I'm alone often, I have two cats, um, it's challenging to do it, but we can create this a new community like we're doing here. We're, we're creating this community. Uh, Charles, Josh, Evis, Jay, and myself, have created this wonderful community with the five of us. And it's a, it's a very fulfilling and rewarding thing. What I, I know that I'm going on here, but what I would ask everyone to do is to look at the word lonely, look at the word, world, word alone, and look at the word aloneness. And look at that and define it for yourself and see what that means for yourself. Because underneath all of that might be something that you were taught that alone might mean. It might mean whatever that means to you is a trigger to what has been taught. I'm alone, therefore I'm not worthy. Mm. My mother always would look at me and, and, and help me a little extra and I'm like, well, mom, why do you do that? Well, your brother's married and he has friends. You're alone. Mm. Um, and I always thought that was interesting because it never bothered me. Anyhow, um, those are all the th things that I've looked at. And I guess you guys can, out there can look at, look at too. I'd love to ask the audience a thousand questions if they're feeling lonely. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this question. You've all been in committed relationships in your lifetime. Have you ever been in a, in a relationship with someone and still feel very lonely, still feel alone? <laughs> and, and I guess we got one take so far. Uh, the question really is, is why? What is that about? Because there's a, there's a lot of us that have this belief system that if we're suffering in those feelings of loneliness, 
we have this belief system that, well, I just got to meet somebody because when I meet somebody, that'll go away. Yeah. I see, I see a lot of women and some men that post that, that type of message consistently uh, in social media, that they, they're really yearning for a relationship so that they don't have to deal with lonely feelings. What's been your yeah. experience with that? Any of you guys want to step in to the plate and uh, describe <laughs> what, what was behind it and why you think you had those feelings even in that committed relationship? Mm. Look, I'll just dive in there. And again, I'll just go back to what Jeff said as well, that feeling of emptiness. Yeah. Now, when we actually start to really take on board what we're living in here, and oh, we're always talking about mirror consciousness, if we're pulling in someone into our field, our energy field, and that person represents a feeling of emptiness, you've got to look yourself in the mirror and ask, where am I empty within? You know, these connections that we call relationships have really, really being sorted out to come back into alignment as connections. Mm -hmm. We said this in previous episodes and not wounded-based attachments from our childhood. A lot of this wounding, again, goes back to that first seven-year cycle yep. where we, we weren't seen, we weren't heard. We may have been called the loner. Have you ever been called the loner before? Have you ever been called or look at you know uh, this person with uh, Mary No Friends or something like that? You know, when we go back to those early childhood days and we don't need to fall back on someone, that partner, person, personal thing in our life, then we can start really getting to the root of why we may be feeling lonely. And until we do, we will keep attracting that particular person, place or thing, whatever relationship it is, into your life based on your emptiness, based mm -hmm. on your loneliness. And that is the beautiful thing that we have with relationships of people, places and things around us. Mm. Chad Fox says, yes, often called the loner. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's an interesting word right there because... Wait a minute. Well, what just came through for me, Ev, was mm. is it is a loner someone who is alone or is a loner someone who gives him or herself out to others? Which more, is what I mentioned. Yeah, man, 100%. More so than necessary. So I don't know what, Chad, I don't know what you meant by that. I suspect you meant that um, that you tended to to be more, uh, you're comfortable to be more by yourself. You don't need to be surrounded by people. But there is that double innuendo there of is a loner. How many times are we giving ourselves out? We're loaning ourselves to others so that mm. we don't feel lonely. When in yeah. fact, we're giving ourselves away to some people that aren't worthy yeah. of having that intimate connection. Mm. So right okay. there, we could dissect that word if we wanted to. I think I just did a pretty, pretty uh, extensive job of that. Charles, yeah. I, I like, I like how when uh, I talked about when I brought up this part of the segment about, can, have we been in a relationship and still felt lonely? Um, have you? What's that experience been for for you? Have you had that? And 
How'd you, get you navigate? I think we all have, you know, I mean, yeah. if you've been, especially if you've been in a relationship that was, you know, somewhat dysfunctional, I think that, uh, you know, I remember laying in, a, in, in my kid's bed, <laughs> laying in my kid's bed, um, you know, with my heart palpitating, man, just, just stressed out behind, uh, you know, uh, my ex and literally just, just feeling alone, feeling alone as far as, um, you know, I, I, there's been times where I've had, you know, to, to go to, let's say to, I wasn't feeling well and I had to go to the hospital because I remember I cut my finger and, you know, you go in there by yourself, but yet you're living with someone and in, supposedly in a relationship and okay, I'm sitting in the hospital having to attend to my myself. I, another time I, I had gone to the to the ER, I think I think I was having some indigestion and I had to call a, a good buddy of mine. You know, not of course I, I couldn't count on the, the the woman I was with, you know. Um I had to call a friend who stayed the whole night till the morning with me, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, of course I think that, you know, when you're at times in something that's just not right, it 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 that the loneliness could creep in because you know, when you when you're looking for that attention, when you're looking for that compassion, when you're looking for that friendship, it, it's it's not there. So yeah, I've, I've been there, and I'm sure a lot of us have have been there too as well. And and that leads to a lot of things. You know that that leads to creeping and crawling, Snoop Doggy dogging. <laughs> <laughs> you know that leads to you know looking around the corner because you you know you need somebody at times just to make you. To, to, to talk to, to make you feel good, you know, and now, you know, and then next thing you know, you, you, you could become a, a, a potential cheater, right? Because you just need somebody's affection, somebody's attention, right? So um, it, it's, it's not a good feeling. I'm sure you guys could elaborate a little bit more on it. Hmm. 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 Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back. I'm thinking it back to some of my relationships, but um, I think mm, when it was getting to that point, it's when I knew the relationship wasn't working um, anymore, and it and it came to an end. Um, but what I really feel, I'm thinking if if you're in a relationship like that, um, a look at the relationship, look at yourself, look at why you created the relationship. And did you re relate, create the relationship out of, out of emptiness or conditioning and um, what you have been programmed with of, you know, what you might've bought into um, that you have a relationship, you're supposed to have a relationship, you're supposed to get married, you're supposed to have kids. And you start creating these relationships that eventually, um, because of the reason why they were created, which may be a lack of self, a lack of self-love, or looking to fill up the emptiness that you feel because we're never empty. So I need to be completed in my life. I need to look outside of myself for that person or that thing or whatever is it looking for. And once I have that, that's going to complete me and I'm going to feel whole and full. Mm. Like I said earlier, 
loneliness is just a feeling. I'm feeling lonely. And it's important to go into that feeling and have the feeling, I'm feeling lonely. Okay, well, I'll feel lonely. And then move into the wounded, wounded child who is feeling lonely that Evis just said that never received the attention, uh, the nurturing from mom and dad. So when you start to feel lonely and say, I'm in this place of loneliness, what are you searching for? <laughs> what are you looking for? Are you looking for attention, healthy attention, healthy acknowledgement? Are you looking for um, nurturing for where you are? Like Charles just said, I had to go to the hospital and my, my significant other, my wife, didn't come with me. And then I had to call a buddy to help me to have my back while I'm at the hospital to in some way nurture me in this place that is what I needed. And then when that happens, you start to feel a, a, a deeper connection. So what it really comes down to is feeling a deeper connection with yourself and then looking at the people in your life and how they can add to that, how they can come in and who nurtures me, who is there, where is there a connection, where is it healthy? And then you could be with that. And allow yourself in those times, we've all been there. I'm feeling lonely right now. So it's about having the tools to move, not get rid of the feeling of lonely. Because when we have that feeling, I'm feeling lonely right now. And there are feelings that we don't want to feel, but the feelings hit us. I'm feeling really lonely right now. What most people will do is they'll sink into that feeling. I'm lonely. Oh, I'm so lonely. I wish that I had a significant other. I wish that I could talk, do this. I wish that I could do that. And when you sink and indulge into the feeling, that is what creates loneliness. I'm gonna say that one more time. When you sink and indulge yourself into the feeling of I'm lonely. And then, then you move from your heart space into your mind and your mind comes up with all of these scenarios as to that's why you're lonely. And you sink into that, then that creates the isolation and a deeper, deeper place of loneliness. But I wanna just really quick go back to what Chad said I think Chad said, I'm a loner. And my question to Chad would be, are you sure about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, I think some people like being alone and I see some comments in here. And um, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't wanna get to a space where I'm okay with, you know, myself all the time. Um, if that makes sense. Not that, that God knows, I mean, we have to have some time to ourselves, but
But man, I, I, I look forward to um, the company of, of someone who, you know, uh, we can build and grow and, 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 and share and, 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 and create memories. I'm, I'm still ready to create some amazing memories. I, I don't, I don't get, I don't, uh, you know, get off on my own company all the time um, because, because maybe I like to give so much that I feel like I want someone around me that I can give with and I can receive to as well. So I think that, you know, I'd like to hear, have some people got to a space where, you know, what was it something that happened to them? Was it something that obviously some people say they choose that, but, you know, I mean, who just chooses? Well, obviously Chad said he's a loner, but who just chooses to want to be alone? Why? That's why I said to him, are you sure? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love people. I love, I love being around people and I, mm -hmm. and uh, God knows I don't, I don't want to get to that space where I'm, I'm just man sitting around in a house with, 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 uh, with a dog and, and, and <laughs> dog you in the bone, bro. Dog in the bone. <laughs> Jillian, Jillian Bowie just said something that was wonderful here. I, I'm also like that, Charles. I, I'm a very social person and I love being around uh, people often, but I just know this that before I really did a deep dive into me, as Jillian said, I could be in that room full of people and be, feel the, feel the depth of lonely within me in a room full of wonderful people because it was me inside. It was I, me. There was something inside that created an emptiness, whether it's, you know, what I'm, what isn't in my life. And uh, yeah, I'm with you. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't we're we're here to be with people. Yeah, it's important to say is that in in when we move into a, a defense of defending inside where we think we're not enough, where we think you know nobody we're not worthy, where we think and notice I'm saying thinking because that's all in our head where we think this we think that um, what we do with that, if all of a sudden people come closer and want to be close, what we do with that based upon that wounding is we then defend against it and then fight for our separation and isolation. Even yeah. though we say we want to be that, we, we fight for that. So, so what I'm asking everybody out there, if you're feeling lonely or in this place of loneliness, ask yourself, am I, am I fighting? For that, because of of a wounding inside of me, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Which is we spoke. We spoke about last week. So when somebody actually, truly, in transparency and authenticity, comes to you and says, "How are you doing? Let's go out. Let's do this." Are you fighting for? And that might be shifting and nudging you out of your comfort zone are you will you fight against that and then fight for your separation and isolation so underneath it is that with all that said though mr rothman we have not heard you break it down for us yet yeah well there's, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of 
<laughs> and, I am on, and I'm sitting here with bated breath wanting to hear Jim <laughs> Rock break it well, down. Thank you. thank you very much. You're breaking the damn up, Jeff. No, <laughs> yeah. I just want to let you know, Jay, you're not alone. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank God. You know, you know, here's 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 the breakdown right now. There we we've really touched on a few different paths that we could take this conversation down right now. One of the things that comes to mind is really it is about balance. I've got a I've got a friend who I met through social media and he's a I just love this man. He's in his late 60s. He's been a guest on the original Real Men Real Talk Raw. Uh, his name is Brett Potter and this guy, uh, he just, he lives for nature. He spends his winters, I don't know if he skates uh, or snowboards, uh, skis or snowboards, I should say. He spends his summers in the mountains, but I know he is connected with people. He has both. So really what breaking it down is, it's going back to balance. Uh, there are those that, that do enjoy that time alone. Ev, you're one of those guys. Brett Potter is one of those guys. I'm one of those guys that once I found that being alone didn't have to feel lonely, it changed my relationship first and foremost with myself and then everyone outside of me because I get to show up differently because I've already taken care of you know, filling myself up as uh, I think, uh, well, some, one of our, our viewers said here, filling themselves up. I think that was Lisa Fox, Chad's beautiful wife, who make this their Friday night date night to be with us at Real Men Real Talk Live. Thank you, guys. That's just a quick plug to YouTube. But I think balance is the key. I don't think there is, I don't think there's anything wrong with someone acknowledging that they are a loner. I think that for me, what that means in my life is it means that you're okay being by yourself, mm -hmm. but it doesn't give us permission to isolate 24 seven because there's nothing healthy about that. That's going to lead to all types of mental health disorders, which is really just coming from your thoughts and your feelings about yourself. Um, I believe that feeling lonely is as I think you said, Jeff, is, is really, is just a symptom. It's really not the root cause of your challenge or issues in life. It's just, it's just a symptom. I think really attached to feeling, feelings of loneliness is whether it comes first or second is really about self-esteem and self-worth. And so Eva, I'd like to invite you to jump in at this moment and uh, because you're you're an outdoors man too, you spend a lot of time out in nature, but then you also do connect with people because you also, to an extent, we don't know when you meet people, if you meet people in the bush, as you say, we don't know, um, you know, you go live a lot, so you have that interaction. There's different ways that we can connect with people that can help us navigate and not spend a whole life being or days being alone and feeling lonely. Yeah, man. Uh, I think, I mean, so many gold nuggets again. And look, I think that, that's the definition, trying to understand what that word alone means and what it uh, means against loneliness or, you know, uh, lonesomeness or, you know, uh, all of these other words that connect with it. 
You know, it's another one of those things that I'll say is about awareness. There's just a slight disconnection and there needs to be a realignment with your true authentic self. Because once you start to align with your higher self, and I'm, I'm pretty sure most of our viewers now know what we're talking about when we're talking about higher self. Higher self is full of love. It's always love or above. But anything less than that is the ego. It's the ego mind that will try and keep you in those old patterns of self-sabotage, unworthiness, and no value within your life. Man, when I'm out in bush, I'm never alone, man. I'm all one again. My ancestors are out there in the trees and the animals. You've just got to be aware. Stay still for a second. Just be still. I talk about this all the time. You know, we're in an age of so much fast motion and pace. Technology is going 100 miles an hour. I said this in this morning's video. You could be in the busiest city in the world, but you still feel alone. Many people are still in competition. So they tend to self-isolate themselves and they go straight onto the phone. Many people are still comparing themselves to others so they go into isolation. This is just a bit of awareness of where you are and where you are in alignment to that higher self that I'm talking about. Because like I said, once we're aligned to that higher self that just wants to melt down into the body full time right now, you will never be alone. You will never be lonely. You will be all one. That's beautiful, Charles. I'll share this with you guys. I bet as few of you guys that are coaches on the show, um, I've experienced some clients of mine that because they are afraid to face their loneliness, they won't spend time alone. Mm -hmm. And that is the biggest block to overcoming the internal feelings of loneliness. Now, these, these are some of these clients of mine, they're married. And it doesn't matter. You see, I was once a married guy. I was very lonely in my marriage. Mm -hmm. And I've shared this before with you, with you guys that there was a time I had the courage to, to bring that up to my wife. And, uh, you know, it didn't end so well. Because ultimately, I wanted her to make me feel less lonely. But I didn't know what I, I didn't know what I needed from her. And I didn't know what I needed for myself. I didn't have a roadmap. I had no GPS system. I didn't have the blueprint to break free of all of those old heavy thoughts and feelings that included loneliness. And there was my roadblock. The roadblock was not my ex-wife. The roadblock was I didn't know how to navigate to not feel those feelings. And as you said, Ev, for me, the, the gateway to freedom was spending time alone and learning how to accept whatever those feelings that would come through. But it doesn't mean that I'm just like sitting in a room by myself alone. Alone for me means being out in nature, connecting with the universe, connecting with beautiful trees, connecting with beautiful rocks, connecting 
with some people that inevitably we'll meet. I'll meet on a trail. And it's up to me if I want to engage in conversation or just give them a smile and say, have a beautiful day and move on. Mm-hmm. But, and some of those conversations are just beautiful. And it wouldn't happen if I didn't step out of my interfere and spend time by myself so that I can connect to myself. Mm-hmm. So because we're afraid of feeling lonely, we end up alone. And so my question to you guys is, what do you think is behind that? Why, why are some of us afraid to invest that time to do some self-care by ourselves? What is the roadblock there? Any sense? Anyone want to chime in? Go for it, Charles. Well, you know, I think we have, you know, obviously 365 days a year and 24 hours a day. Um, I don't want to spend a whole lot of that in self-reflection all the time and being alone, um, right? I mean, how much alone time do I need, you know? Um, I just, I like I said, I just, matter of fact, I was looking at a buddy of mine and, um, and, and he posted an Instagram picture and it was him, his beautiful wife and like three, three, four of his kids. And I just looked at that picture and I'm like, my Lord, it was just beautiful. And then if you see his life, you know, they're always doing something out in the Hamptons and, and just, you know, with the kids and family and he's doing a bike ride now and, and all that time. And I'm looking at that and I'm just like, that is a beautiful, beautiful situation. Who doesn't, who doesn't want that? I'm not saying you have to be envious or, or trying to obtain something like that, but I, I don't get any pleasure sitting around. I want something like that. I don't get pleasure sitting around in the house by myself, man, trying to invest in myself all the time. Right. Yeah. We do that. We have plenty of time every day to invest in ourselves. It doesn't even have to be alone. You can be at work and investing in yourself as you're thinking about things or, or taking a walk as you and in, and in, in investing in yourself and, and getting that 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 needed break that you need. Look at Evis. Evis goes out there, man. He has his time. He's he's working out the body. That's his time to reinvest in himself. I'm, I, he doesn't need to to go home and be in solitude as well. Um, you can do it in, in many a time. You could take a a, a a 20 minute, 15 minute break and do some meditation. I, yeah. I like me personally and i want that that uh that that dream that that uh white picket fence so to speak and and enjoy making amazing memories because this time is short that's just me charles i i want to take a moment just to honor you uh for being honest right here you know and and speaking your truth um i'm putting jamie rodriguez up on screen He says so many, they just have never seen what being by themselves is like. Everything they have known is conditioned, family generational. So it's scary because they have never seen it. You know, I I just want to take a moment here. This is a beautiful statement that Jamie just shared. I had the honor and privilege of meeting Jamie Rodriguez uh, just a couple of 24 hours ago. I found out he actually is a podcast host. He interviewed Jeff Fasano just a couple of weeks back and Jeff connected the two of us, talk about not being alone. He flew out from the state of Florida where he calls home today to come to Sedona to spend time by himself, to kind of mm-hmm. recalibrate, 
recalibrate, reboot, refresh, renew. Um, and because I had that understanding, I just wanted to have an opportunity to meet him for a cup of a fruit smoothie or juice or something just to connect. And we had a beautiful opportunity. We got together for about an hour, hour and a half. Um, was it enough? No. Would have I liked to spend more time? Yes. Um, but it was a beautiful time, even though he was out, his intention for this trip was to spend time alone in nature. And uh, I suspect he came away with uh, just a beautiful experience. So it is really about, you know, how do we find balance and, uh, and know what you need? It's really, I think Charles, a large, large part of this is really getting in touch and having the awareness of, of what you need as a person to make sure your needs are met. Mm -hmm. And, but having said that, we, we don't have to rely on someone else to meet them for us. There are times if we're willing to, to invest, it, it could be 15 minutes of meditation. It could be 30 minutes of a walk, it could be mm -hmm. 30 minutes of swimming or being mm -hmm. in a hot tub or the sauna, just, just in reflection or just being present, not in reflection, but just being in a moment. Mm -hmm. It cannot be enough. Yeah. Because you know, we're, we're all going to be alone at times, but I think there's a difference between being alone at times and choosing um, to be alone, you know, and enjoying that alone time on a regular basis. Um, you know, once again, I, I, I obviously there's, there's, you know, millions of people out here who, you know, are going to think differently. Some people are just like, you know, common said, some people are wired differently. And I think that that's okay. Um, you know, some people are going to choose to to love their own company, and 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 uh, chat. Uh, Robert said he's his own best friend. Um, but then there's some people who you know uh, can have the middle ground where you know they would love to maybe be in a relationship. They're not stressing it, but then you have some people who are 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 literally on the hunt and the pursuit um, to fill that void. So I think that you know I don't think there's any one size fits all. I think really it's 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 making sure that we don't you know compromise ourselves trying to to do one too much or the other right we don't want to be so where we're looking for something so badly in our life and we don't want to be so where we just you know uh, uh, can come home to to the dog and the cats and 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 uh, and watch reruns of uh, of of uh, you know. And why? <laughs> what I'm doing anyway. See, <laughs> so never alone, Jeff. <laughs> hey, there is. A, hey, I'll I'll tell you what, guys. This is a, this is a subject that really hits home pretty deeply for me because I have had those times where I did sink and indulge into. Um, Beneath went beneath the feeling and focused so much on that mythical emptiness because it's an illusion. Mm -hmm. And I would focus my I would just focus my mind on what isn't in my life, what I haven't accomplished yet, what I haven't done yet. I say I would want my significant other, that woman in my life. I don't have that. That's not here. So it was a, it's a const, constant stream 
of what isn't, what I haven't done, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I've been there. So I, the people who are out there says I'm, I'm lonely, I, I hear it, and more so, I feel it. I really, really, truly feel it when people are in that place of emptiness and even despair of I'm alone, I'm, I'm feeling lonely. And once again, it starts with that feeling. I'm feeling lonely, then it just goes deeper and deeper and it could, it could spiral into this, this abyss and I've been there and I've done that. And I pulled myself out of it with being in therapy and working with someone and and what I what I really uh, want to say is for people to define what being alone for them is, because many have been brought up from mom and dad saying, "Well, you get married, you have kids, and you get the white picket fence. You have your leave it to Beaver life, and you do all of this, and." In, the, in that conditioning, you might feel like a failure if you're alone. So it's about really defining that, what alone means to you. But there's a healthy aloneness. It's about recharging in a healthy manner, saying what I really need, I, have need, I need right now to come back to myself, to reboot, to ground in myself, breathe, that could mean an hour, two hours, whatever it is. It's all subjective and it's all, um, it's, it's, a, it's a person by person thing. But that, there's that healthy part in it because what we all are here to do is connect. As Eva said, it's, it's not about, I have friends and I'm sure everybody out there, if I said, when I say this, is I have friends who stayed in relationships with people that were totally, totally toxic. And, and I've worked with people one-on-one -on -one with people who are doing this. And I would say, why? I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be alone. So I'd rather stay in this dysfunctional relationship, this relationship that's not serving my highest good, because I want to avoid the feelings that come up with being alone. So that's another thing to look at. That's amazing. Uh, Jeff Fasano, really bringing some clarity from your perspective and your experience in your life. Uh, I want to take a moment here, guys, to just acknowledge Taz James says, in the past, I would be with dozens of friends and I would feel so lonely. Mm. Um, Taz, um, thank you for showing your vulnerability with us in this moment and being part of uh, Real Men, Real Talk live this evening. This is what this is about, you know? Um, it's about us and the viewers showing up and really connecting, knowing that you're in a safe space, that we're not here to judge you. We're not here to shame you. We're not here to guilt you. We're just here to love you. 
-hmm. Just as uh, we hold respect and honor for each other in the show, our intention is to be here for you as well and provide inspiration and hope that it's possible to break through in the areas in your life that, that you want to improve. Um, we're almost coming up on the hour, which is incredibly hard to accept, but I will do so. And, uh, and so this is the time of the show where we start to see some movement. It's called musical chairs. And so whoever, <laughs> whoever ends up to what I see is my right, I'm the upper part of the screen. That means that you have two minutes to share um, some closing thoughts or drop a bomb or two of how we can, a tool or two that we can use to break free of the bondage of those feelings of loneliness. Mm-hmm. Are you guys ready to go there? <laughs> a little bit, you know? Yeah? Okay. All right. Whoa! Uh, oh. Um, well, first of all, thanks, folks, for, for joining us um, tonight and, um, and supporting us in, in, in what we're doing here and, and, um, and honoring us um, because what we're, what we're here to do, as Jay just said, is to bring connection, to bring connection to everyone and through Charles and Josh and Evis, Jay and me, when we share um, our story, if you will, we share our experiences, if you will, from our heart, that could open up a place in your heart space to make that connection just to say, I'm not alone. Wow. Evis is feeling this too. Evis is going through this too. Jeff is going through this. Charles is going through this too. Jay is going through this. Josh is going through this. I'm not alone in my journey. I'm not alone. There are other people who share what I'm feeling right now. There are other people who share, who have had that same experience as I do. I'm not alone in my journey. I'm really not alone in my journey through this. And that is the key part in all of this. When, when you are by yourself and you are alone, is a tools that you can use that I use was begin to look at what is in my life, the relationships that are in my life, the people who do champion my highest good. But the key with that is, is your heart open enough to receive that love in your life. Mm. The key to moving through this aloneness or feeling lonely is to have those feelings, but look at the relationships that you do have in your life, what you have accomplished, all that is in your life, and is what's standing between you and having that inner fullness, that inner fulfillment, is your ability or non-ability to open your heart to receive love. Because if there is a fear, and believe me, I've been there too. 
the, the death-defying fear of opening my heart to let someone in. Hmm. What has helped me through my loneliness, emptiness, is, real, is, is being able to know that I am safe, hmm. to open my heart, to connect with another, and let love in. Beautiful. Beautiful. Wow. There you go. Felt that, brother. There you go. Yeah, man. Mm. Ah, beautiful, Jeff. Beautiful, brother. Jazz star. Jazz star. You see that comment there, Jay? She said she's going to go get her Snoop Doggy Dog in with uh, her boyfriend since she was 17. <laughs> Uh, okay, all right, go jazz, go girl. Come on. Man. All right, I'm not mad at you. Yeah, I need a little bit of tenderoni, you know. You know, you know, you know what I love? That said, the pandemic has got me being human and wanting yeah. more connection. Yeah, um, yeah. That's that's not a bad thing. That's actually a good thing. Yeah, uh, that's what I meant before about finding out through all of this, through this pandemic, what is important for you. I, I urge everybody to go out and listen to Bruce Springsteen's song, Human Touch. Mm. Read the lyrics and listen to the song. And I guarantee you, you will all identify with that song and what he wrote. There you go. And it's about that human connection, that human, that human connection in us. And so many people now, including me, is feeling how important that is. When did you feel that I needed to make more money? I needed to get another car. I needed to get another thing. I needed to get this. And I, I needed to get all of that to fill our, myself up. And what you're really looking for is just a connection in here. Many people, I think one of the wonderful things through this global pause that's going to come out of it is what we're talking about tonight. More yeah. people are saying, wow, what I real, what is so important to me is not the big car, the big house, more money. In this. It is simple, a heart connection with someone else, my community, being with people. And creating a collective consciousness that we're that we're creating here. Mm. Yeah. Charles, mm. you're up. You're in yeah, a hot I'm seat. I'm not going to take too much time since we're over. It's I need okay, a I need a head massage right now. <laughs> I don't know about you. I don't like sitting around by myself. Somebody have a foot massage, head massage. But I think that you know what it it's uh you know a lot of people have gotten to a space where I think that you know maybe because of past things or past relationship issues or maybe even getting older, you know, um and have having dealt with things that you know just didn't pan out at times could be was a, a was a disappointment and still seeing disappointments out here um and then once again i think some people are just okay with with that that one on one time i think there really should be a balance because you know one or the other can lead to you know uh things that we may not want in our life right if you want someone so bad in your life um you could end up just jumping in 
different things just to fill that void. And next thing you know, you're, 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 you're sleeping with that one and hanging with this one. And that one's breaking your heart. And you're, 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 you're taking in, uh, any toxic foolishness that comes your way just to, to say you have someone in your life. But then also there's that other side where, you know, maybe you enjoy that, that, that time alone now. But, you know, what about in five years when you, you know, may hit 55 or 60 or and then kind of maybe want somebody around in, in especially in your older years? Um, you know, are, are you going to have those same options at that time when you're ready to say, hey, you know what, man, I would love to have someone, you know, in my life. So I think there's just, you know, there's there's balance in all of it and everybody has their, their right to, to, to choose. But um, I. I choose head massage right now over <laughs> over loneliness. All right, <laughs> love it, <laughs> Charles. Thank you for uh, for bringing forward your perspective and and what you're what you're yearning and desiring in this moment. Gotta love this uh, this comment from uh, Gillian Bowie, coming in from I believe the UK. So it's a amazing. I believe it's uh, middle of the night there, perhaps. Um, and she still shows up on Real Men Will Talk Live. And so thank you, Jillian. I do want to uh, acknowledge, she says, making me think I could always give love, but found it very, very difficult to receive love. That is, that is such a powerful statement and perhaps a future show topic. Um, obviously, that you know, there, there's more depth to that statement. Yeah. And uh, wow. That's uh, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. 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 Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for sharing your vulnerability in this moment. Mm. Appreciate that. Mm. Oh. oh, look what happens. <laughs> nah, man, take look. Go, <laughs> uh, sorry, Jay. Now, as you take your eye off the screen and look what happens, you just got moved. <laughs> Eyes always on the screen. And my brothers and sisters, as always, in the collective, thank you, thank you, thank you for watching the show. Going to ask you, are your eyes on your screen? You know, what we're talking about here tonight is absolute divine intervention. Never mm -hmm. in a time on this planet have we had the ability, the opportunity, and the choice to now rise above what we've been through on this planet to that heart space that we're talking about to actually start connecting from a heart space. Now, there might be stuff happening in your life sounding like triggers. Triggers are left, right, and center for everyone right now. I don't mm -hmm. care if it turns up in the shape of a quarantine, of a pandemic, a virus, this, that, whatever. That distraction is there for you to try and avoid, avoid something that that person is you, the person, that little child that may have been avoided back in those first seven years. This time around, though, you don't need to avoid anymore. You're being heard. You're being seen. And we have the human touch coming back on earth right now. If you're feeling alone, one shortcut for me, if I ever crossed my mind of that loneliness, was just to close my eyes. 
take a big deep breath and go in tune to my cells. I went in tune to my tendons. I went in tune to my muscles, to my skeleton, to my bones. Be present. Come back in tune and align to yourself. You are never alone. You will always be one. You have a choice to now connect with soul family, light tribe, other vibrations and frequencies that connect to your highest possible version. Because until then, we will keep recycling these old patterns and past traumas, abuses, and go through these patterns of loneliness. So I invite you, brothers and sisters, start embodying those brothers and sisters, like here on Real Men Real Talk Live, that are going to come to that heart space, that heart center, to listen to you, to help you process some of these deeper, darker emotions and feelings, and allow yourself to be free. And on that note, my brothers and sisters, have a beautiful evening on the other side of the pond. Here in the land down under, let's get out and get the satin today. Peace. Mm -hmm. It's always, for me, challenging to be the last one to give my closing thoughts because each one of you inspires me with your, with your words, your words of wisdom and experience from having walked the path of this thing called life. Mm -hmm. um, what I'd like to do is, again, acknowledge and thank the viewers and listeners, family and friends, foes, as Evans would say. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us and participating in our Friday night show. We invite you to please share it out on Facebook. Uh, we have noticed a significant uh, algorithm shift in the last three weeks that we have no control over, but there has been a significant shift. And so we, we're asking for your assistance if you enjoy the show. If you find value, please share it out uh, with your family and friends and help us grow this, this show where it's less about the show and more about the message. This topic is a, is a really difficult topic to really digest and dissect because there's so many pieces to it. But I know this is that from my own experience of having lived 54 years feeling lonely most of the time, mm -hmm. it's a horrible way to live. Um, I didn't know any different because I wasn't given that blueprint. But I have found the blueprint and most days I know this is that if we are feeling lonely, it's just a feeling. It's an inner feeling that we have that starts up in our mind from our thoughts. We have the ability to shift our feelings because they come and go, they're fleeting. But if the longer we hold on to them, they will become our perspective about ourselves and become our reality. But we also have something called a superpower. 
And that's our own ability to change our outcome, how we talk to ourselves, how we feel about ourselves, how we show up or don't show up for ourselves. The first gateway to that is through awareness. And then we could start to teach ourselves how to deny those feelings. We can acknowledge that they're true, it's how I'm feeling, but it doesn't mean that I have to give myself permission to sit in it and stew in it and stay in it and roast in it for days, weeks, and months anymore. We have the power to say, no, 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 not today. Today, I'm gonna make a different choice for myself. I'm gonna turn on that music that makes me feel good. I'm gonna sing in the shower. I'm gonna sing in a car while I'm doing a live. I'm gonna write, I'm gonna journal. I'm gonna call a friend and do something I'm uncomfortable with. I'm gonna do a video chat so I can see them. I could really see them and see down into them, see into them, feel into them at their soul level. I'm gonna take a walk, I'm gonna take a bike ride. I'm gonna jump up and down. These are all ways, if, if you have a passion for a hobby, if you love to cook, cook, cook more that day. Maybe cook for a neighbor who's hurting, who's alone and offer to bring them food by being of service that way to somebody else and showing love. We can help ourselves dissolve those feelings. And so with that, I love you guys. I miss Josh tonight. Mm. We miss you, Josh. We're sorry you couldn't make it. Get better, brother. Speedy recovery. And um, the DL, Josh, is only for seven days. Yeah. Yeah. With that, you guys are amazing. Thank you for joining us tonight on Real Men, Real Talk Live. We'll catch you next week on another episode. See you next week, guys.